Four, no carnival parking. Number two, number one's a secret still, so you guys are going to have to wait for that. We got uh, Mike Romanelli with us, as always. Hank, Scorpio, and, and just Scott. Hey, now. Scott Fairland. <laughs> Scott hey, Fairland. You're a New Jersey native as well? You got it. Butler, Butler born and bred. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> there. Well, that, you're closer to where I'm at, I guess, than Mike. Uh, I'm in Roxbury. So oh, yeah. Little... Right, yeah. It's not too far. We're up you're there. up... Uh, Where's Mike? Rockaway, Mike? Yeah, I'm in Rockaway. We're, we're all in good spots for this apocalyptic shit. I mean, Henry's right in the thick of it in Morristown. But... <laughs> oh, that's, forget about it. You're, you're stuck, man. You ain't going nowhere. Oh, I'm done. So, so I'm, I'm building fucking barricades at the doors so no one can get in. In your duplex. You just hope that the neighbors, <laughs> hope the neighbors don't let them in the other door. It's a really good point. <laughs> any, 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 I'm like, I'm fucking secure, man. <laughs> He's on the bottom floor, so. Uh, no, bal no balcony parties, no balcony DJing. No, but I got the. Uh, I have the deck on this this side, so, I've, and I've staked claim for that. So big, so big time DJ parties. Pretty big deal then. So guys, <laughs> uh, what, uh, one thing that um, you guys know I was going crazy about the last couple of days. Everything. Uh, everything besides everything, okay. how they took our fucking <laughs> Second Amendment away. Governor Murphy literally took the fucking Second Amendment away from New Jersey. Yeah. And uh, I went nuts, and I called fucking Tripoli, and I called Tommy G, and I said, use your fucking platforms, motherfucker, right now, and let them know. And they said, you're crazy, Mike. You're fucking crazy. I said, guys, I'm not crazy. They looked it up, and they said, oh, shit, California, New Jersey, they suspended gun sale. So you but caused... Guess you, what? So you Trump, caused that... Trump, Trump fucking turned around. You caused the Tripoli uh, flip out on that because all of a sudden I seen tweets and everything else going out by him. Oh yeah, I got, I, he call, he called me instantly and said, "Let's do a podcast right now." Are you serious? Are you sure this is real? I said, "This is real, dude. This is fucking real." He looked out, but he goes, "Oh my god, dude, you're right." And yeah. we fucking we did a little podcast. Um, we we talked about like I said, I got Tommy G on it. I said, Tommy, I told him about it, and they started. Uh, making some awareness happen. California t overturned it like within a day. I guess all the rich people got together, got their lawyers, and flipped it. Us like jerk offs did nothing about it. Uh, New Jersey just kept it going, kept it going, and then uh, and then you know honestly Trump is the one who who uh, he Murphy said it again. He said he said oh you know I, I really didn't want to change this, but federally they they basically shut me the fuck down, guys. I'm not trying to be crazy, but never once number two goes, we got a fucking problem. Yeah, that's the, that's the end all view all right there. <clears throat> not only that, but to boot, think about all the shit like the one I posted today that that uh, fucking uh, child molesters already did. They're letting them the fuck out. Yeah, they're letting. They're, New Jersey's releasing. New Jersey and New York are releasing fucking inmates because they're they're vulnerable to the fucking virus. Okay. okay guys. <laughs> what the fuck? What, what? the fuck? What, what point right. does it make to be a law-abiding citizen anymore? And three of you here, uh, Clint, I'm not, you may have known him, but all of us here, I'm not going to say his name. He probably wouldn't give a flying fuck if I said his name, but one of our good friends and, and another person going to be a part of this fucking podcast is in a prison right now for marijuana and they're not letting him out. I spoke to his mother. They're not letting him out. He had a court date. He had a court date and he got pushed back even further for marijuana, which is deemed essential, by the way. It's deemed essential. How did but he, he not didn't get have pardoned? his license allegedly while selling? Yeah, He's in a prison cell, but kitty diddlers are on the street. Is that who Makes they released? Sick to my stomach. <clears throat> Wait, so that's who they released? They released um, rapists. They figured that they were the least yeah. uh, worrisome between drug dealers and rapists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, they don't pose a threat. Yeah, I think Got if you it. sell if you sell heroin with fentanyl, I don't even think you go to jail anymore. No. Like, you're good with that. Like, yeah, you're considered me. a pharmacist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They hold you for four hours and they let you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back on the street. It's like, get back out there, kid. They know. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile I, I split somebody's nose and I'm in there for fucking two weeks. Which, that's a, a very nice segue, Scott. So these guys don't really know that much about you. I was trying to give a little backstory on you. And, uh... 
away from Henry to stop yeah, cutting stop. lines of cocaine. You can't do it on the same table as your microphone. I, I keep telling I you that. Listen, I don't live in fucking Palatial What are you a fucking what you guys? What are you I don't have multiple tables. You sound like you're fucking beatboxing over there. So, so guys, uh, all right. you guys don't know about Scott. So Scott is uh, off my table. Scott's a Scott's a, a New Jersey legend. And that's, it, that's no, no, he is. He is. He is. He's a new, I'm not trying to talk like fucking Al Bundy. Nobody go fucking score four touchdowns. You do look high. a little bit like that's, Al Bundy. That's what it feels like. <laughs> that that <laughs> intro, dude, man. Dude, Holy dude, shit. Dude, Dude just called me a legend. I'm in a reptile room fucking talking out of phone. All right. So listen. <laughs> so I had a quick I had a quick uh, 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 I had a quick time in my life where I was uh, around um, pro MMA guys and, and hanging backstage at UFC a lot. And Scott motherfucking Fairlam's name came up multiple times from guys that were getting paid backstage. And I know I don't I don't want so I just want everyone to know who this guy is. This is the guy that is for our era, our generations, the baddest motherfucker in New Jersey. Baddest. Oh, no, no, no. You're speaking right. to the baddest man in New Jersey. I like right that. here. Oh, thank Hands you. Hands of Steel. And, okay, yeah, I heard well. the legends. I heard the rumors. And I said, when I had my bar, he was one of the first guys I ever met. And, and the bar, and he was, you know, this is when Scott, Scott wasn't who he is now, the businessman he is now. And, yes. and he <laughs> hung out there a lot. He hung out there a lot. And he'd have my ear and he'd talk to me. And I'd say to him, I'd say to my buddies, who the fuck is this guy? And he'd say, oh, you don't know who Scott is. You'll get to know him. And he's going to become one of your really good friends. I'm like, all right. And he'd tell me these stories. And I'd say, you know, because he had a couple of Jamesons in him. And, he, you know, and he closed them. He closed up with Noah's every night. Now I look back and thank God I had security without realizing I had security every night. And he closed up and he'd tell me these stories. And the first couple of months I said, ah, this guy's just full of shit. He's the guy who closes the bar. He's full of shit. These, these stories are too crazy. And then he became to be one of my brothers, and I realized that all these stories are real, true, and uh, not only did I hear stories from the victims or the people that I, the people are on the other end of the punch. I wouldn't call him victims because I wouldn't call a victim because this guy also keeps out of trouble. Trouble finds him. Motherfucker, that, 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 that I'm here to fucking talk about. Goddamn right, it does bro. I've heard the stories. I've seen the end of what happens when someone fucks with this guy. And people still come at him. I don't get it. I don't know about now. We're older. We're old men now. But we're talking about, you know, 15 years ago. And everyone knew. And, and it would still have to be that one tough guy. I mean, I could go on and on and on and tell stories. One of my favorite stories about Scott, one of my favorite stories, we were at the bar. Uh, it, was a, it was a packed UFC night. Packed. And if anyone remembers old Tiff's in Pequonic, UFC was crazy. I mean, the, the, yeah, the, the streets. It was nuts. It'd be cars everywhere. And so we're in like the bar like this, and the guy's just in Scott's ear, rah, 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 talking. Scott's got his hands up like this, and the guy won't stop, and he won't stop, and he just he says something really disrespectful. Like, I remember, I just I couldn't hear it, but I see spit coming from his mouth onto Scott, and Scott, quick, boom, like this, uppercuts the guy. In one shot, he grabs his head, picks it back up, puts his arm right here, puts his hat back on him, and kind of fixes him up. In, in a matter of seconds, he fucking dropped the kid and Put them back together, like nothing. <laughs> and it's like, and he didn't even miss a beat with the story. That was like, that was like, that was like when you beat your stories. I could tell you about my man. That's like but when you beat your younger brother. Guys, and that's the other thing about him is that he 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 helps everybody. I mean, he's helped more people in in this area that you could ever imagine. And trouble has always just found him. But Scott, also, if you could let everyone know about Fairland Fit and what you've done with. You know, he took he took literally a, a garage, uh, a garage with a couple bikes and weights, and turned it into now this massive gym. And uh, he's also just a true American dream. So, uh, bang, bang. if you guys get a little bit of uh, I love that American dream, it really is. He really is. I mean, Scott, it, I just met you, but I gotta say, I'm pretty sure I'm in love. With you. We're sold. You got any room on? You got any room on that couch? Somebody's creeping on you over there to the fucking to your to your left, bro. That fellow's creepy. Mike, that was like when you beat up your little brother or whatever. You hit him, and then you're like, "No, no, you're okay. You're okay." So uh -oh. like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right when he's about to cry, yeah. you're fine. Yeah, fine. no, fine. you're good, dude. Yeah, dude, good, you're good. good. That's what Scott Don't used to do it. all the time, dude. One time, one time there was a crackhead. I mean, this is all statue of limitations, so there's nothing can happen. Uh, but one time at the bar, like an actual statue. 
uh, on the statue. Yep. Okay. One time at the bar, this crackhead, this crackhead, <laughs> robbing. He was robbing girls' purses at the bar. He was. Everyone was fixed on the George St. Pierre fight. Everyone was watching George St. Pierre. No one's, and, and and this little fucking crackhead's going through the fucking purses stealing. Of course, Scott. Fuck. Hey, man, what are you doing? He kicked the kid in the ass. The kid came out of his fucking sneakers. <laughs> he came out of his sneakers. Then Scott, as he's in, in the air on his way down, Scott feels bad, runs over and putting the stuff in the kid's shoes back on him, and just gives a nice pat in the ass. Says, "Now give them everyone their money back and get the fuck out of here." <laughs> he came out of his sneakers because those weren't his sneakers; they were too big. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we had some good times, Herman. <clears throat> Tongues was out. We had some good times uh, back back then. Yeah, that was. We always had a. You always had a big crowd there for like uh, UFC. You had a couple uh, UFC guys there too. That yeah. would come in. Uh, I was. I was always a good time. Big big party. It turned big out party. to be a place where that's, that's funny. That's another story. It's pretty funny. So I still have the messages on my phone. So David White used to call me, and I thought it was one of you guys fucking with me. I thought it was one of you guys, and he would be like, "Hey, this is Dana's cousin. This is David." Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm just calling. I heard about what you're doing out in Jersey. I'm in charge of the bars and mobile. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send the photos out. But I always thought it was one of you assholes just fucking. Yeah, just fuck away, right? So finally, one time I actually picked it up, and the guy was 100 percent legit, right? I mean, you yeah. him. Yeah. You, really told me, you told me that story. You're you're blowing him off for fucking like a year. Yeah, I'm like come on, guys, you fuck with me. So I was fucking David White, and like. And yeah. it's enough, he would send he would send limos with fighters to come yeah. and watch, and, yeah. and he'd send them. They come, they you know spend money and take do meet and greets. We had Brendan Schaub there, uh, Frankie Edgar. He, they would send all kinds of people. I became friends <coughs> with him. Yeah. David. I remember David that man. I became friends with him, but I thought for sure it was one of these guys just fucking with me instead of Dana White. No, oh, it's just David sure. White, it's his cousin. Yeah, we got you. They heard <laughs> David White. He's like, yeah, this fucking guy David White keeps yeah. calling me. <laughs> I would have thought the same see. thing. He wait. So he heard that the bar was so filled. Yes. So what happened was right. So it was us and Wicked Wolf in uh, Hoboken, Jersey City. Now think about it. Uh, we're a little fucking place, Poquonic, or a place in Jersey City or Hoboken that's massive. And I guess it's because we back then we bought everything. So even if they did like an Abu Dhabi in the daytime, they used to do it back then like that. So you'd be at 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. You'd have the fight. We'd have it and still show it. We would do affliction fights. We'd do uh, strike force fights. We'd show everything. No and cover. Like, yeah, and no, never a cover. And like Scott said, also, it became the place where fighters watched the fights. So, then, you that, then you had that punching machine and shit, you know? Yeah. Like, everybody would get all gassed <laughs> up, man. Then they'd go out there and drop a fucking $100 punching something. Trying to show how big their dick is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was it was just New Jersey. It was New Jersey in a nutshell. Yeah, and people come from all over. So I guess with the ratings or how many I would I would buy, they they heard about. It. He did. He really heard. He legitimately heard about the bar and, and contacted me. Um, it was a cool hookup for a while. The guy would send me the UFC. It was really cool. I mean, but from there, obviously, we have other friends. Another guest we'll have on Mike Constantino, who uh, Mike Constantino is uh, very good friends with Scott and I. And he was a manager of um, some of the biggest UFC fighters in the world. Uh, he, he represented Amanda Nunes. He represented Khabib. I mean, he, he, it was crazy. So we uh, we had tons of fighters there. It was an awesome vibe. We used to show the Ultimate Fighter. I mean, we used to show the Ultimate Fighter on Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> half busy. You try that now. Other than that, nobody would show up. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I remember Andy Main was on that. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, and a couple people. Yeah. Which is amazing. My kids, my Andy's my kids' sensei now. That's awesome. And they're still, they're still, it's amazing. Yeah, it's just amazing. Andy, Andy I love and them. I love them main boys. Andy and uh, Mikey Maine. Best two, two, two of the best people in the world, man. Yeah, they're great uh, kids, man. Yeah, really great people. Maybe they'll be uh, on this show one day. One thing about those guys, man, talk about assassins that you would have. They're the kind of kids. No, that you, I, you would have never. no goddamn idea. Never guess it. No, never in a million years. You would, you would, you would, you would more so expect to be to bump into them at Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> are they, what, what are and they? It's not, and it's not a, it's not a dig by any means, but you wouldn't look at them and say, "All right, these two guys will rip my fucking throat out." What are it's they cool like? What's ever. their style? It's just. It's, well, like, what do they fight? Time? Muay Thai or boxing or jujitsu? Jujitsu. Ah, yeah, they have their own. They have their own. Um, their own practice out in uh where are they out in rockaway, rockaway. they're up rockaway, right yeah. right here 
Rockwood. Yeah. Rockwood. No. Main Academy. Brothers. Main, uh, pure MMA. Yep. Um, yeah, them guys can put it down. And not only that, they're just real smart with their money. You know, I know they, uh, I know that Andy, I believe, got into, um, got involved with, uh, what was that? Pliables. Um, Pliables. And now he's got a couple other ventures. But I saw him last week. He stopped by the gym, bought a couple pieces of equipment from him. But just a great guy, man. And so, and so is Mikey. And, you know, they're just great guys. But you would never in a million years, you know, you know, you think, you know, well, well no. What they're capable of especially jujitsu guys i feel like are the most unassuming a lot of times and yeah, the, and the thing they're with, true martial artists though the main brothers and the thing yeah. with jujitsu any real good jujitsu <clears throat> guy i've ever dealt with always tries to make like touches you like makes you try to feel comfortable i even had one say that and i was like get the fuck i know what you're doing now like Dude, hanging out, with, hanging out with guys like Scott and some of the other names were dropping. I thought I was such a tough guy back then. Back then, I was like 240 pounds, saw stuff. I got so humble <laughs> being around these fucking killers. Yeah, yeah. Here's... I thought like, you know, growing up where me and Henry grew up, you know, I, I thought I was a tough guy until I really met, until I hung out with real tough guys. The I, See, I, think, I think that's actually one of the things that's that's great now about, you know, all, all these MMSA dudes that are everywhere and the ones that even look unassuming. Is that motherfuckers don't go out and run their mouth as much as they use? Because yeah. yeah. you don't know who will snap you in fucking half. Yeah, but it's I like, like some dude. It's like, it's like, yeah, this guy looks like my fucking mailman. I'm gonna go slap him around. And it's like, ah, yeah. I don't fucking think so. Yeah. So you know, it's not just like big, you know beefy motherfuckers anymore. Like, oh, you know, what are you gonna do? It's like, bro, break your fucking legs. Like, how does that sound? Little ones. He's, got, he's got you fucking licking your elbow. You're fucking yeah, yeah. Out. So what are you gonna do, you fucking Nordberg? It's like, oh Jesus, play on. So yeah, it's it's actually it's great. It's it, it's it should be humbling for the rest of the fucking world too, you know. I really, like, you chill know, out. You don't, like yeah. you don't you don't gotta be that guy everywhere you go. Especially for I'll tell you what though, especially for like dudes that have like cauliflower hair. Yeah. Because now you're seeing a flip. Now you're seeing a flip side of it. They're like, you know, some people that don't know like MMA and shit, but they know they've seen motherfuckers on TV with a fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> you got a big old fucking pillow here. Right? Yeah. It's just a big old balloon knot. And here, here, you know, they see him and it's like, oh, no, here's your fucking shopping cart, sir. You know, like, <laughs> people, meanwhile, the guy, probably, the guy probably got stuffed as a wrestler, you know, just didn't have the money to drain it or something. You, you, know? you bump into that dude at fucking uh, uh, one of them jerk off bars at Jenks. It's like, oh. what'd you say, motherfucker? It's like, oh, uh, sorry, not you. Like, You're good. Let me buy you a drink with your like, fucking, yeah. with your <laughs> your headphone on. Yeah. With your, with your elephant ear. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Can I please buy you a drink or maybe not, give you a small business loan? And you're right, bro. Your ear looks like a fucking baboon's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much respect for you right now. <laughs> Now, Clint, do you think you think guys that get into a cage or a ring are crazy? Like, you, is that crazy to you? Um, I mean, I think it's different crazy. I think this is what I I lived with a pro uh, Muay Thai fighter in Georgia, um, and I went to the gym. That's where I knew the jujitsu guys from. And uh, we'd have this debate all the time. He'd be like, "You're crazy for jumping dirt bikes," and I'm well, like, "Well, that's to say because yeah. you're fucking psychotic." That's what I'm getting like, you know you're, you're wait, but, yeah, but the issue the, here's the thing, and this is the exact argument I've always said: I only get hurt if I fuck up. Can you bring me that right? thing? Like, if you're a fighter, even if you win, you know you were in a fight. Even in practice sparring, you're still getting hit in the face. I'll go months and never twist an ankle or anything. Be totally fine. And then I just crush myself and I'm fucked for like <laughs> two months. Yours, you know, yours is like you're you're getting more damage all at once. And exactly. Just like a spread out. Fucking load job. <laughs> <laughs> getting your fucking head smashed. Pull up. Pull up a little footage. Show Scott a little footage. Come on. No, Clint. Actually, that's a question though. But so what? We'll, like the leading, I always had, I always wondered that. Like leading up to those humongous fucking jumps, oh you know, God. it's like it's like you have to get hurt a lot in the interim. No, like before uh, you're good, you know, before yeah, you're fucking six you know, feet in the air. That's something I've always said too. The lead up, too. it's like you know, it's like skateboarding and wiping the fuck out. It's like you get hurt. <laughs> like right. right, but I have you a know? theory about that as well. <clears throat> you here's uh, my thing. 
But here, but here's my thing. It's like fucking dudes are doing. Like, do you do just big air? Or do you like do fucking triples and all? Like, I don't. Hold on. Um. Yeah, you I, used to, show me I used to do backflips and stuff. Yeah, show them. Your fucking shin bones must hate you. But like, it's <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> it's, All I think about is clipping my shin on one of them fucking No, bikes. that's a bicycle, which I did that too. Smashed my shins. Fuck out of my shins. But That's, um, that's the number one pain in the fucking world. That's the worst. <laughs> I got a story for you later about that. Remind <clears throat> me to talk about shins later. Um, it's, <laughs> how good, it's, shins. it's how good you get before you scare shins. yourself. If you get really good and then you hurt yourself, you're like, eh. If you ride a bike, a motorcycle once and break your femur, you're probably never gonna fucking touch a motorcycle again. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like start that's like starting out 0 and five with like yeah five yeah. knockouts. You're yeah. like maybe I'm not good at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it, it it is okay to really love something, but only watch it on TV. Okay, uh, you know it's like, it's like uh, you know it's like. Uh, like, like I, I fucking love skateboarding. I've gotten so fucking hurt skateboarding, it's not even funny. I love watching the X Games, though. Love that shit. Love yeah. watching dudes on Instagram just, like, crush it. I'm a huge fan. Uh, I'm a big Yankee fan. Just because I can't go play shortstop professionally doesn't mean I can't watch it and enjoy it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> half the people that watch this, half the, half the people, the people that watch sports were like, oh, fuck, Scott, oh, fuck. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's his cycle. That's his cycle we're talking to right now. You're upside down, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not supposed to go like that. All right, uh, it is until it doesn't. <laughs> what are you, a country star? <laughs> yeah, this was in Georgia. That looks like Marin Boulevard in Jersey City. Don't fucking lie to me. No, it that like, was, it in, was like Phil Anselmo before he got fucking did the heroin. That sign behind you said you're 14 feet tall. Here you go. Watch this. <laughs> What? Oh, yeah, you're banged up there. Yeah. We talked about it. That's why my shoulder collarbone sticks out. Oh. Separated her. Oh, what do you got going on over there? You're helping your... You got cataracts. Yup. Uh, Where's this guy? I think that weed helps um, even with head injuries. Do you think that? You've been hitting the head, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You guys, that's, yeah, that's just, that's too high. It's so <laughs> fucking crazy, man. You know, that the thing so is, nuts. One hand, that was one hand, bro. I would not like to, I don't, I'm not a fan of being on roofs and stuff. How about that? You're scared to go on a roof. See, I knew you're so weird like that kind of shit, man. No, it's totally really? different. So, wait, wait, wait. So it's you totally can, you different. Can jump, you can jump those gaps with no problem, get as high as shit, but you're afraid of being on, like, up, up heights? Like, it's totally different, right? Because if I, I have momentum here, <laughs> but if you just fall off there. a ladder, <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta learn how to start writing on here so I can draw dicks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told you the first day. I'm like, yeah, you gotta start fucking with everything. It's great. There you go. Run next to my motorcycle. Damn. And that was to a metal uh, landing, too. See, that's to my truck in a field. Hmm. That's so crazy. I, I just, I don't think, I look, my hands are like sweating when I watch you do this. I think more so because I know you. Like, I know that bird. It's, it's like, more connected. It's actually like when I used to watch you guys fight. When you see that yeah, first, sure. when I used to watch it at first, that's two guys fighting. When I would know the guys in the cage, it's a totally different feeling. It's the way I'm feeling when I'm watching Clint right now. I'm like, yeah, what's, the your, old, Clint, what's, your, what's your, like, your, your worst injury, Brian? Uh, <clears throat> I guess my last one, I broke my tib fib and my tibial plateau and tore my meniscus. But the problem was that I got an oh, infection oh, along Jesus. with it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it compound, it came out of the skin, and then I was at some um, hospital, like, in the middle of nowhere. So I crashed. I don't even know what happened exactly. Well, I know what happened. I spun on this triple. I come up short on it. I got bounced, <clears throat> and then I must have stuck my leg out or something, and it went under forward underneath, like, my triple clamp for my handlebars and my leg got stuck under my handlebars and my bike was uh. laying on it so when i realized what was going on i looked i'm sitting on top of the bike and it's on the end of the one handlebar and my legs bent backwards under it 
So I freak out. I had to get it out. I tried to pull it out and it wouldn't come out. So I freaked out and I stood on it and picked the bike up and moved my leg back and set the bike back down and then picked my leg up and was hopping. was like, yo, somebody get me. And then uh, they took me to, they're like, is it, I said, it's broke for sure. 100% tip fib. And they're like, you're sure. And I said, 100%, do not undo that boot. About 20 minutes later, I guess the bone must have like pulled back into the skin because then I felt it bleeding. And I was like, it's compound. And they go, you sure? And I go, I'm fucking positive. And then we get in the ambulance. I'm in shock now. So I'm like, I'm like, that should hurt, but I, it doesn't really hurt. So we're in the ambulance going to the thing and they're like taking my blood pressure, which I've been hurt before. So I know you just breathe through it. And uh, they're like, are you okay? And I go, yeah, and, uh, why? And they're like, your heart rate is normal. And I'm like, well, what the fuck's me freaking out going to do in here? You know? So the guy, the guy's like, um, my legs just, my legs just hang it off. Don't worry about it. What am I going to do? Okay, Fuck. Freaking out doesn't help you at all in that position. So he's like, Hey, do you need, do you want some pain medicine? I'm like, yeah. So he goes, Oh, I'm going to have to check and make sure it's broke. And I was like, Ew. and he goes, I'm going to undo your boot. So I was like, okay. So he undoes it. And then he goes to pull the boot off. And I feel my whole leg go. Whoop. And then he goes. Whoop. And I was like, yep, there it was. <laughs> there it was. And he just like was like, oh, he didn't even take the boot off the rest of the way. He's just like, all right. Hey, fucking shoot. He's going to shoot himself. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God. Christ. Yeah. Up yeah. So then, so then I got to the hospital and I'm like in the middle of nowhere and he just goes, looks like a standard tib fib and I'm like, yeah, you guys aren't doing this. So then I start texting a doctor for my shoulder and I had them just wash it out with saline and I they splinted it up and I left and then um, they gave me Tylenol three, thirteen Tylenol three. I was like, Dear God, this is like masturbating. Like yeah. Only gonna work. <laughs> so it satisfied me for like 20 minutes. Yeah. So then by the time I got to the doctor, that was Saturday night. I got to the doctor on Monday. The leg was so swollen, they had to order parts and wait for the swelling to come down. So it was 14. Order? Did you just say order parts? Order parts. I, 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 was, I was like, wait, am I really? High? Yeah. So you really gotta say. say I yeah, got fucking, order parts. Yeah. Hey, don't forget, don't forget they could fucking put the airbag in there, too. They measured, yeah. they measured it so out. Like, oh, well, they didn't have a distributor O-ring, so I had to wait till Monday. It's a thing. No big deal, though. Yeah. Fucking a lot of bearings. I yeah. got I got a perfect one, and or a, a perfect fit, and then he was like, um, you, you broke that leg before, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, I did. And he goes, because it wasn't really straight already when I went in there. And I was like, oh, that's good. Because <laughs> <laughs> your other doctor signed your bone and I can see it. So. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus so, Christ, man. Then I got an infection. The incision split back open. You could see the tendon. And then I had to get a skin graft. And they cut it out of my groin. That was. That's why that one sucked the worst. Fuck, but, yeah. Hey, the injury before fuck, that. Hey, fuck my shin story. This is the so yeah. much better. Listen, I'm going to blow hey, your hey, mind now. Tell that shin story now. God, no, I, got I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Here, hold on. I'm looking to find you a good shin story. As soon as he said, fucking, they didn't have my parts. They didn't have my parts. They didn't have my fucking parts on the shelf. I was like, yeah. yeah. They specialize. Yeah, I just got my leg in half. They're like, Ooh, we, don't, we don't have that in stock. Uh, yeah. That's like a, that's a thing. We're, we're all out of fucking big toes there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> you need a meniscus by when? They're like it's like growing it's on the back Monday. of a rat. What state Stephanie were you fast track that? <laughs> I was in um, Texas. My doctor was in uh, uh, Houston that did my shoulder. Which I basically, this is, so this is the injury prior to that one. The one I showed you with all the bruising the last time. Oh, I, oh when you hit the, you like hit the top of the deck. Yeah, that one. yeah. So in that, that one, I broke, awesome. I blew my um, shoulder out the back. I dislocated, I um, detached my rear deltoid. Uh, I broke my femur right at my hip where it, uh, basically where it turns up into your hip. Um, I peed brown for about uh three weeks and um i fucking know that i'm dumber is that happening for everyone else too or like is that, that just me 
What? What would he say? Oh, there was like a. Yeah, it was like. Oh, that's nice. No, it's just their LSD. You took these are the. Uh, okay. Parts. <laughs> these are the parts they nice. had to order. <clears throat> I got some metal in my hands, but nothing that cool. I mean, it's not really that cool. Yeah, Scott's got metal hands from <clears throat> fucking punching people. Sucks. Jesus. Yeah, bro. My left hand 26 ties, my right one 16. Yeah. <clears throat> well, there you go. You've had more broken bones than I have. No, I just broke it that many times, and then they made them all titanium. <laughs> Do you have x rays of your hands? Yes, I love you know, that. Scott, you know what? It's funny. It's funny because I was going to actually call. Oh, I sent you that crazy picture. I actually sent all four of you that crazy picture last night, or three of you. I'm not counting myself as a four. That's how fucking crazy I am. Sent all three of you that picture of me. Uh, it reminded me of you because you're a bit of an exotic, uh, an exotic animal guy yourself. Yeah, I got some shit in here. Right you ever now. come into contact with any of those motherfuckers? I had no idea. I, I always thought nothing in this world could shock me until I started watching. Was it Joe Exotic? Joe Exotic? Holy shit! I never. I thought. I always thought nothing could shock me in this world. Carol, fed, all. Carol, she fed that motherfucker to the tiger. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. You guys know what we're talking about? He got eaten up real quick. I mean, I, I feel like I know. I know. I saw like the thing, like the you know, the all right. fucking thing I'm for it on give, Netflix. Gonna, but I don't know, man. I can't. I, I was. I, I'm trying to invest myself in everything besides fucking television while I'm gay. Yeah. Gay zookeepers that do math. Sold. That, I mean, that do that do math. <laughs> they do math and um, treat animals bad. One lady supposedly fed her husband to the lions. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> it's the right, greatest man. thing I've ever seen in my life. It's it's just incredible. <laughs> it's amazing, and it's a whole it's a whole world. It's a whole these, world of these people. It's not just one people, guy. These, these people are from Florida, correct? Not one is one is. Oh, all right. But they're from Oklahoma and Florida. But it's this whole it's this whole culture of this tiger culture. Yeah. Like, this cat. Oh, I'm sorry. They call it cat culture because it's not just tigers. They have everything. But yeah. Just like uh, it's, it's I'm telling you guys, if Tips if Tips doesn't come back, I'm gonna start selling baby armadillos. I'm in. Listen, the uh, the uh, animal and um, uh, the tiger and elephant trainers were the most fun people to get drunk with at the circus. That's right. Clint worked in a circus. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for like fucking five years. Yeah, the tiger guys and the uh, but you elephant know this guys. World. Once again, it comes back to you. They you know party, this world. They party hardest. I don't know any people like that guy. I know people that Come actually Come on, fucking you're being nice. No, they actually... Yeah. I, I didn't... Some of the guys I hung out with, but I don't know that they did or didn't do meth. And... Uh, <laughs> He's like, that fucking bearded lady really knew how to party. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't she have any... Yeah, we didn't have any... It was mainly South Americans. The only um, people that weren't that were white was us, the freestyle motocross guys, the cannon guy, and the animal <laughs> trainers. <laughs> that was my fucking reaction too, man. Hold I was on. so happy. Tell me, listen, tell he's me. Like, he's I like, want to know videos of the cannon guy. I yes. want to know about the fucking cannon guy. This could exactly. like, be. I'm yeah. good friends with Dave. The guy. Dave's he's my the boy. I'm like, you're footage. Pull it up. What I would do for just 20 minutes of his time. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a guest on the podcast, yeah, right? Yeah, we'll get Dave. I, on. I can't wait. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Pull up. I've been, I've been shot place. out of a cannon a couple times in my life, but not actually inside the cannon. That's just coming yeah, out of the no, fucking yeah. club on D day DM three. DMT doesn't count. Man. I got more water coming out of my um, I know all kinds of crazy people do all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm gonna take this time to sanitize. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Joe, Joe, fucking exotic, got me dirty. <laughs> just, just the dirty thought of it. I, I feel dirty just. Talk, I feel dirty just talking about that guy. Is it like a whole? Is it like a show? Like a like it's a, a, six a, part, six it's a mini series, oh, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I can't. I can't, man. But that fucking kind of time. Henry, like I watched that. I watched. I, I watched the fucking. Uh, <laughs> You'll put it on. You have no work. You don't have work tomorrow, right? No, but I'm fucking, you know, building no, shit. Sure you're going to put it on tonight, and you're not going to turn it off. No, I, I won't watch it tonight, because then I'll never go to bed, and I can't do that. You should do it. I can't. 
I gotta. I have to actually fucking maintain a schedule. <laughs> you'll wake. You'll wake up tomorrow feeling so good about yourself. You're like, there are motherfuckers in the world like this fucking dude, Joe Exotic, right here. Like, well, Scott, you're, you're right. You're right. I it's, always thought it's, it's like walking into the worst fucking Walmart on the planet five times in a row for five fucking days and just like <laughs> you feel so good about yourself. Oh I my god! Well, I the craziest. Most twisted people in my. I always just thought the people that I'm that I have around me are so fucked up and so crazy that no one would ever understand it. I don't. I, I always felt almost embarrassed. And Scott, you know a lot of people I'm talking about, and, and both of you, all you guys do. And then I fucking got introduced to this. You're so right. It made me feel so fucking like wow, wow. Maybe like, we're not I, that bad. Maybe we're not I, that bad. I was like, I gotta go do something good. fucking a little outlandish. <laughs> I had a friend that I rode with that was th this way. Like, <clears throat> I would feel bad about myself, like I was a scumbag or something. And then I would go and hang out with him for a weekend. And I'm like, dude, I'm good. <laughs> I am good. Things are, things are looking yeah. surprisingly up. Dude, we, you always got to keep. Like, you always got to keep one of the, one of those friends yeah. around. Though. Oh yeah. Well, it's the hard part is when you become that friend for everyone else. Well, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's when things get tough. That's why you need to keep that one around there. so you're yeah, not well, it, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, well, at least I'm not as bad as fucking this guy. And it's like, ah, it's debatable. Shit. in Louisiana. We were in Louisiana, and um, he kept calling me. He's like, yo, we're meeting at the hotel because uh, they got us rooms or whatever. So he kept calling, when are you getting here? When are you getting here? When are you getting here? And he's like, so finally he goes, okay, we just pulled in. And I'm like, seriously, five ten minutes away so i pull into the parking lot and he's literally coming back out to get his bags from signing in and he has two hookers with him <laughs> i'm like you've been here for 10 minutes and you have hookers what is like how did this come about didn't even get done with the sign-in process yeah. <laughs> he's already got four of us yeah that's like that's great I'll take these two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, how exactly? Your and your complimentary whore. Like, actually, can I get a second one to add another set of towels? He, ice is on the second floor. Have a good night. He, <laughs> Where's the ice machine? He banged the EMT at our show during it. Like, during the first half of the show, just took her out. I turned around. He was standing there talking to her for, like, half an hour. And during the show, I turned around, and both of them are gone. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I know where they went. God. <laughs> we'll be on episode three. Yeah, we can't blow oh. out. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's got a normal family now. You know, I mean, this Joe Exotic shit, I mean, the best part is the guy has fucking guns, he's got tigers, and he's gay. And then his fucking, his boyfriends are not gay. They're like, hey, but he just had the best meth in the guns, and he bought us trucks. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Just let me let me let me dissect that one for a second. That's a lot. Apparently, a lot. I don't have any type of drug he's problem. Eyebrow, he's got an eyebrow ring that leaves you that leaves you on the edge of your seat the whole the whole fucking series waiting for it to fucking fall out because it's hanging on literally by the point of spread of fucking skin like it's like right, look it's like right fucking here yeah. it almost looks like a fucking a droopy eyelash <laughs> like he sneezes too hard and then it's gone I'm it, telling you, it's not even like the circles like this. It's like the motherfucker like has like a little dot, like it's like looking at you. The circles forward. It's not even, it's, it's not even like it's not like, yeah. tied tied two long eyebrow hairs together. It just dangles from it. Everyone's got to watch it. You got to watch it. I'm not. I don't watch TV either. I do not watch TV either. And he makes fucking sweet gay pirate, that dude. Yeah, he's the. He got shot in the chest three times. I saw. Did he? Oh, I didn't get that. No, far. he just had some tattoo. Oh, the fake, the fake shit. <laughs> <laughs> he got fake bullet. You know, people have fake bullet holes in their cars. He's got tattooed of them on him. With blood coming at him. I just seen is a this, meme somewhere. Is this guy still alive? Like, is he alive? Yeah, right he's now? in jail. I, don't know. I didn't get to the he's end. In jail. I think he might oh, be okay. dead. I don't know. One of, the, one, of the, one of the workers at the zoo gets your fucking arm ripped off. He walks away, puts on an EMT jacket, and comes back. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, 
his husband blows his brains out in the documentary, and at the fucking he comes out the funeral and dressed as a fucking priest. <laughs> I think that's the most underrated part of the fucking shit. He's dressed as a priest giving the eulogy. I go, wait, why is Joe Dirt got a fucking priest outfit on? He turns himself into a priest. That's what happens. He's got a costume for everything. Dude, on meth you can be anything you want. He had such a hard time with this. Oh, <laughs> he was, bro, he was a straight up. He was a straight up fucking priest. He was an EMT supervisor. A fucking I, what else? Was he the sheriff of his own fucking? Village? Yeah, he's not only the sheriff of his own town. He's the king of his fucking place. He's the, he was run, He was running. He was running for like fucking, president. Then he was running. <laughs> Dude, it's like Joe Dirt for real, and it is so. I'm normally not into like what everyone's into, but this is pretty fucking amazing. Besides blowing dudes. Hey, does that work all right, guys, or no? Yeah. I mean, listen, that's amazing if you're into blowing dudes. Right. <laughs> hey, man, it's a fucking apocalypse. You know, there's going to be all kinds of weird shits going to start happening in a couple weeks. Uh, how far, uh, opposed, Henry? Opposed to all the normal shit that's been happening. Henry, in the past how weeks? how far away? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking? How far about? away are you from sucking dick, Henry? Huh? How how long do we need to be quarantined before you're sucking dick? How long do I need to be quarantined from <laughs> sucking dick? <laughs> As soon as that weed dries up, you'll be sucking it. Oh, man, let me tell you, you know, it's going to be interesting. Can I just ask a question real quick? I know it's probably a little late for this, and so maybe we should be talking about things behind the scenes, but, like, what am I, am I not allowed to talk about certain things? Like, I can smoke grass, like, is that right? I don't know. Nobody's yelled at you so far. Okay. I don't know how that goes, man, you know? What Roll you subject. can't, what you're not allowed to do is roll stuff on the table that you're completely yeah, sitting right. on. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Stay you're away from that. Your, you're not allowed to I, use your grinder on live uh, broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, you couldn't see it. I don't think. It's, it's more of a what you can hear for sure. I don't know about you guys, but my fucking credit card feels like the dirtiest whore in the world. When you stick that fucking chip into the trip reader these days, tell me it doesn't feel like you're like just. Raw and the most disgusting fucking pig. I don't think so, Mike. Uh, <laughs> <No>? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can relate. Hold, hold, hold on, after hearing that, Mike, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna have to clean up a little bit again. When you guys stick that chip into the fucking reader at a store these days, you don't feel like like. Well, no, I'm, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm buying something I don't fucking need again. Yeah. Usually, when I put the card in the reader, I go like. Ugh. When I'm I, like, oh, oh right. man, I can't. Oh. Did I check? Did I check my fucking balance? Do I like, yeah. fuck, fuck. I definitely don't have money that, for that. That, oh. that, that oh. automatic, that auto pay fucking really got me. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm. Wait, you know what goes through my head, Mike? I'm. You know what goes through my fucking head? I'm trying to think about my new excuse to tell the manager at TD Bank <laughs> why I fucking I was delinquent five times in a row. Oh man. To get, uh, to, I am fucking. I have been there very. Wrong. To get the, to get your to get your the credit. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like thinking. I'm like. There's there's a hundred and seventy five dollars in charges. <laughs> Can you take them off? He's like, he's like Scott. We did that two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, all the best is I'm like I'm like listen man, PNC doesn't need that thirty six bucks. I clearly do. I'm like, you know, like, you really, I'm like, can't you just hook me up? Like, I'm like, well, you know, you already did this, like, fucking three times. I'm like, all right, fine, thank you. I appreciate that, like, little slap in the mouth, too. Yeah. <sighs> oh, God, man. I don't know what's going to yeah. happen, guys. I don't know what's going to happen. At least, I mean. Well, I, I, I certainly can't become any more broke. So, you know, that's also fun. I don't know what's going to yeah. happen. At least in, in, our, in, in my industry, I don't know what's going to happen. I've been handing out index cards with IFU on them. <laughs> this is the red. Fuck it. You're gonna, Fuck. You're gonna want to hold on to that. Yeah, one. you want. That's a that's a good one. You want to keep holding on to that one. That's a, I walked through Petco before to slap slap the five by seven on the fucking on the table like I was hot shit and walked out. <laughs> See you, bitches. Boom. <laughs> oh. See you in a week. 
they aren't arresting uh I mean you'll probably get arrested for that. Probably get arrested for not having enough money to fucking eat, but you know. Self yeah. be back on the streets. They're not even pulling anybody over. No, I know. That is true though. The fucking I got a, a cousin that's that's out there right now and it's really not funny. I'm going to try not to laugh at all. When a guy fucking shot his wife because he was quarantined too long. It hasn't uh, even been too long. You, you domestics are going to be hot. It's not funny at all. I told my wife she better keep her mouth shut. It's really not funny. <laughs> Listen to me. Not only being quarantined, right? But think about taxes. Everybody's tax return, right? Yeah. All these motherfuckers counting them. Wait, you know, thinking, oh, yeah, yeah. fucking money's going to be coming in. Yo, cuz time of year right now baby daddy mamas and shit mama drama oh yeah daddy drama yeah and being yeah. stressed on top of being fucking yeah. paranoid about fucking getting it yeah yeah exactly exactly I, had to, I carried my i carried my mother's uh my mother's boyfriend i had to put his fucking pants on three days ago and i couldn't let him be by you know be alone fucking he was he would have died fucking four hours later i carried him down the fucking stairs turns out he has corona yeah, now I'm I'm like all rubbing, you know, keep myself clean with all that shit, whatever. But uh, you know, I, my mother went and took a test today, but I don't have any symptoms, or anything so far. But they, but, say I mean, I got the, I got fucking leukemia too. The delay on it is supposedly really long. That's the issue, right? It's like fucking yeah. two weeks. Yeah, but I started I started taking all that other shit right now though. Like, uh, oh, you did. Good. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking zinc and all that other crazy shit. I'm doing like all that you know precautionary shit. They're saying that Robitussin DM to take that and yeah. sip on it throughout because uh, it won't allow it to go into your lungs. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Some the, the nurse told my sister a whole bunch of crazy shit. I went out and had to wipe my zinc. I'm over put shit under my tongue on my ass. I don't fucking know. It's got the fucking little neon <laughs> zinc neon things on it, like the yeah. 80s. Oh, that what is, is, I did hear that. Like if you get, get the, if you go. wear the, the black under your eyes, like baseball players, yeah, yeah. it, it yeah. combats it. Yeah, it, it blocks, uh, it blocks poison oak, so. I'm <laughs> <laughs> fucking, but seriously. <laughs> There's a white stuff on your nose. Just right here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. white nose. <laughs> They don't make enough fucking zinc for that giant no. fucking nose of yours. No, not, now, not nowadays. No, not enough zinc. I couldn't afford that fucking amount of zinc to cover this thing. So zinc's supposed <laughs> to help with it? But <laughs> in all in all serious though, in all seriousness, that just shows that just shows Scott right there, man. You're helping this oh. guy out. And and and, and <laughs> whenever, whenever I even get like a little bit of cough, whenever I even get a little bit of cough, though, I just think about Scott. It's like stop being a bitch because motherfucker just fights anything and everything. And and that's what thing. I fight my dog. <laughs> fucking fucking fathead keeps fucking with me. Hello, Jack. Oh, look at that baby. What's up, puppy? Ah, the boy, boy. Uh, there's um. <laughs> Oh, seriously though, we we do got to be safe out there, all of us. And and I don't think I don't know if you guys are or are not, but I don't think everyone should be going out as much as possible. We should try to keep it to a minimum. They and, shut me down. I, I I tried keeping my gym open for a little bit because I was doing privates, and uh, four cops came in and shut me right down. Oh yeah, which is ridiculous. And it's that it, that's ridiculous. And I've been using you as an example for a lot of people. We shut. I shut the restaurant down because the the, the reason why. Everyone loves tips is the reason why tips is hurt right now is because nothing comes out of a box. So to get those chicken fingers to get everything, it takes four or five people. It's not yeah. like you know, it, it takes too many people. But I've been using you as an example a lot, Scott, about how honestly when I've been ranting and raving about the gun thing, about how you're you go to Target and there's fucking people on that's why I stopped going to the store. Everyone's on top of each other, but you can't yeah. train one on one. You can't train one on one. When you're you're helping people get their immune system, get them going, that makes no sense to me. It's a little fucking, it's a little fucked up, man. It, I'm, a, I'm a little. Not for, scared, not, not for nothing. Let's think about this shit. Target, Walmart, they like Walmart's filled with fucking dirty people. Yeah. I don't want them touching me without the fucking road. Like I don't want them touching me, being near me. Period. They all, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. That's why China spread so fast. They have China. They have China. they have no personal space at all. Everybody's just up everybody else's no, ass. Yeah. And then they're spitting but it's everywhere. And because like it, it, it really does bother me that a guy like Scott's business is shut down. Um forcefully shut down when he's training people one on one. I get I get fucking LA fitness. They should have shut, shut that shit down fucking three years ago with their fucking shit and condoms in the fucking balls. I mean, it's disgusting. But he's running a fucking private one-on-one type thing. I mean, come on, man. We got to be careful, guys. Sounds like we got to be careful with our rights. We got to be careful with our rights. We got to be careful what we're giving away right now. I know everyone's scared. I was a product of 9-11. I, I tell you guys that. I, I, it's something I never talked about, but since we started this podcast, I'll speak about it every fucking time we have it. I was one of those people under the towers covered in dust, and I was... One of those people also that was ready to give up everything because I was so scared. And I feel like we're falling into the same thing again right now. Where everyone's scared and they're just giving up everything. We can't let that happen. We can't let that happen because this country was built on, on values. This country was built on core principles that we were allowed to speak our minds like we're doing right now. And, and we're allowed to bear arms. And those two things, the one and two can never go. One and two can never go. I mean, we've already lost a bunch of the other ones after 9-11. Let's not lose fucking one and two, man. And I'm I'm being serious about that. Yeah, I concur, man. Um, Everything we're done. And I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters what side you're on either. I think that's a bunch of bullshit too. I really hate when my friends that are liberal, liberals were the ones that always protected the First Amendment. Now I know the Second Amendment's maybe always been a thing that's been more on the right side of things, but you're seeing more liberals now protect the Second. We need to put all that shit aside. Doesn't matter what you know what you're for abortions or whatever the fuck you're for but you got to remember we got to always we always got to protect the speech whether we like it or not whether i like what someone's saying or not we got to protect that speech no you can only say what i like what i agree with and i'm gonna fucking die with that for the rest of my life my kids yeah yeah i'm sorry i mean i'm not trying to get all i know it's we try to joke around and be joking but right now that it's a time where that that shit's starting to uh be taken away from us and we all got to remember you know to, to to keep that keep that fight going Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Once that the the issue is everybody's like, oh, they want, you know, all they want to do is make it safer. The problem is once they start to encroach a little bit, then they just keep taking more and more and more and more. That's just that. Well, that's exactly it, man. They just they they forcefully shut him down for working out. I mean, honestly, I'm I hate to say because I don't want to hurt my industry more, but why are we allowed to sell food right now, not very regulated? I, I we shut down out of out of out of care for everyone because I knew motherfuckers that were working for me were not taking it serious. And I said, "Whoa, if I get one person sick, I'll call it a day, yeah. call it a fucking day." So I took the responsibility. But then this guy is training people one on one, getting them healthy, can keep a distance, can wipe everything down, and they're coming to him like fucking. I hate to say it, but fucking. Nazi style, yeah. let me see the papers type shit, shutting him down. I don't know, man. It wasn't yeah, on, on, in their defense. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. It was more along the lines of like, "Hey, can you do us a favor?" <laughs> <laughs> and then they they ended up leaving, and uh, uh, before they left, they said, they, "When this is all over, they're all joining." Listen, <laughs> and I'm sure the cops were a little nervous even coming to your place telling you to shut it down. But yeah. I'm just saying, in general, like, like when they're gonna, we're gonna start showing papers. We're gonna start showing papers. That's not cool. Man. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Person's my grandfather that, yeah. was a fu- my grandfather. I had grandfathers on both sides. Almost, before, too. It's almost like they start like, like like they start giving out a number. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna fucking chip all of us. That's next. Man. Yeah, we were when talking about that. When everybody's lining up for a vaccine. For that's what comes with the says. vaccine is a chip. A hundred percent. Everybody's gonna get one right here. <laughs> That's, I don't know. So you can scan that's it? Some, like, that's some real mark of the beast shit. <clears throat> no thanks. Yeah. Listen, I love this country, man. I do. I love it, but we can't let it go away. Well, that's why we can't get, let it go away, because then you won't love it. And I'm not saying it means to fight or any of that bullshit. It just means to keep, keep vigilant. Have a voice. That's Have what it's all about. Have a voice. Have a Talk voice. about it. Talk about it. Have a voice. Have Talk a about voice. it. Number one, you know, two. a lot of people that say, you know, what gets me is a lot of people when they say the whole shit, like, oh, I don't get involved in politics, but they're commenting on something, or they hit you up, and then they say, like, hey, I agree with everything you're saying, but I don't want to say it on my page. Bullshit, I have a voice, man. What the fuck? 
That's yeah. one, right? Okay. I understand that. I understood that for a very long time, Scott. I did understand for a very long time. It's, I was like, one of those it's, like, they take, it's like they take one, you know, they take one away from themselves. I was one of those people until until shit got really real. Shit's really real right now, and now I say fuck it. I got two little ones that that need a real country, that need a country, that don't need to be the country that my my fucking family ran from. You know, my grandfather was a fighter in Italy during World War II on their side, and and he came to this country for a reason, and uh, and and we can't lose that. We can't lose what we got here. People have been here too long. Like everybody my age or younger has never really dealt with anything even close to this in our lives. Not, not even close. Not even close. This is why people are not taking it seriously because there's never been any real repercussions. Or real Imagine repercussions. being 17 and 18 years old and being dropped off on the beaches of Normandy. Yeah. Well, imagine we're we're quarantined, right? Can imagine that. How about this? Everybody's crying about being quarantined in their house with their cable and their yeah. internet and their yeah. Amazon deliveries. Yeah. And meanwhile, in the World War II or whatever, they were quarantined in time with fucking bombs going off outside and yeah. and people shooting each other, like yeah, the pussification <laughs> of America. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is scary, man. That's what's scary about this. I think, Clint, I was thinking I was talking to you the other day when I was saying uh, my, un- my uncle who's still... I got one uncle on my grandfather's side still alive, that, and he speaks perfect English, and he was telling me a story. And I get teary-eyed thinking about it. And it's still... I think I was talking to you, Clint, and we, we were talking about what you exactly what you said, but I was, my, my uncle was telling me... He was around when my grandfather died. He was telling me a story. And he was this cute... Four-year-old, my son's age. My son's going to be four in a couple days. His birthday will be quarantined, whatever. We're going to have so much fun with it. It's fine. But he was his age. He was very cute. And he would have to go to the farm over when the Nazis were in town. He'd have to go in wheelbarrow and pretend he was just playing with his wheelbarrow. But underneath it was flour. When he would, And he'd be smuggling a fucking four-year-old. And because he was so cute and knew how to smile, and he would tell me what he would tell the Nazi soldiers, but underneath there was all flour that he had underneath his wheelbarrow, and he would and he would go through and just. And meanwhile, his his brother, my grandfather, they didn't know where the fuck he was. He was in a concentration camp, and no one heard from. Him. That's fucking. That's some shit. That's some shit. And that's you know that's in my that's in my lineage. You know that's in my. My family, and we all have that. In all our families, we have it. Whether it doesn't matter what side, depression, whatever, we all have it. And and you're right. We haven't seen anything. We saw 9/11. We saw a little bit. We saw. We've seen something. Honestly, I do believe us 40 and at 40, the 40 age, we've seen a little bit more than the kids younger than us. I've seen jack shit. Just in a sterilized world since 9/11. Yeah. But, but. Um, but nothing's really happened here other than 9/11. Uh, and you know what I mean, like certain bombings and shootings and stuff like that i guess the shootings would be the closest of you don't know when it's going to pop up but yeah. you know 9-11 was one instance that then you know what i mean if they if that kept on then i would agree yeah i mean but why i say oh, people are ages because there's many yeah, people yeah, i know yeah. i can speak for myself like, i can speak for scott we have a lot of friends that once 9-11 went popped off they went over there and they saw real shit yeah you can't knock those guys. No, guys that for said, sure. No, no, I'm uh, saying, yeah, I'm saying people that have stayed here. I got some here. buddies that are fucking, that are yeah. fucking straight up fucking killers over there. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's, I'm like, saying here like, in our own here. country. I know, you're saying on this soil. And yeah. that's what we're lucky about. This soil's never had it. And that's why it brings full circle back to the fucking the Second Amendment, man. Japan never came here because they said we'd be crazy. There's a gun under every blade of grass. There's a reason why they have didn't invade here. It doesn't always have to be about going against the government. Fuck me from an outside enemy, man. We've got to keep our guns. It's, I'm sorry. I don't want to be a, a, a downer of this conversation or having fun. But you got to keep number two. It's so important. And and and, I, and you know what? I think, and I'll say this. I know a lot of gun advocates are against this, but I'll say this. Just like you got to go through a, a class to get your car, you got to drive, you got to parallel park. I think you should be able to do that with your gun, too. I'm sorry, you sure. look crazy when I got my 45. The guy handed it to me. I'm playing with it today. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I, do I even know how to use this piece of machinery? Like an obstacle course kind of thing? No. At least should, just no, you should, like, you should, you should actually it, it, Just like in the police. Hey, in the police academy, in yeah. the police, you have to qualify to carry the fucking gun. Yeah, give us a little test. Give us a little test. Why not an average show? Yeah. Give us a little test. But every every person should be have the right to it and give you a little test. They shouldn't all. It's so fucking. The whole thing is so fucked up, man. 
Okay, so here's the 45. I'm not going to use it. I'm not gonna use it here. Just take it. You figure it out. You're not the It's me. It's the equivalent of of uh, getting your driver's license exactly. without taking without taking a road fucking test. Exactly. Exactly. That's a that's a fucking uh, weapon. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, guys. Listen, we did an hour. I love I love everyone on the screen. I hope that every single time we do this, it's it's this kind of people. Um, this, this was is fucking awesome. Parking. Sweet. And uh, Scott, anywhere we're, we're, we're going to find you. <laughs> Just shine that light up into the sky. I don't know. Fucking call me, man. No, where can we find you? What's your Instagram handle? Or? Uh, uh, here's my plug. Um, at Fairland Fit um, on Instagram. Uh, Scott Fairland. Uh, Facebook, Fairland Fit. All that good stuff. I do have a movie coming out. Uh, Hook Franks, finally after seven goddamn years. Um Awesome, awesome, awesome um, setup. It's a comedy, but what we do is we go out, we prank, we prank the real motherfuckers, the gangsters in the hood and shit. We go out and we go after, we go after people that fucking nobody wants to talk to, and we prank the shit out of them. It's like asking picture on fucking steroids, bro. Can't wait for that. We Shout out to Fambino. Yeah. Where would they, where's that going to be released? Really? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, guys. And we have the studio together after this bullshit. You'll be in, in, in real studio. In, you know, we got a beautiful studio we built at TIFFS. Oh, yeah. And uh, we can't wait to have you there. It's going to be really nice, man. I'll bring my line. Yeah, bring the line. <laughs> I love All right, you. Boys. I'll see you. All right, later. later.